Hi everybody, my name is Neelu and I'm a member of the Hull Vineyard Church. Me along with my husband oversee the youth ministry here at church. And today I just wanted us to continue on our series of the Awakened Church. But what I want to really talk about is an awakened church, which is a free church. And true freedom, I believe, is only experienced through an encounter with Jesus Christ himself. And I believe when you actually experience an encounter with Christ, he actually transforms your life. It is when you have an encounter with the living God that you experience that freedom and he sets you free from a number of different things. It could be from your, your past, it could be from our mistakes, it could be from the shame and the guilt that we've been carrying over the years. It could be sometimes from our arrogance, it could be from our addictions, or even our possessions and sometimes even from our dreams. And when God takes away our dreams, it's only to give us better and bigger dreams. And how exciting is that? It is only so that we can move forward in our faith and experience the true freedom and the amazing gifts that he has in store for us. We clearly see that in the book of Acts, spe specifically in chapter 9. This is the conversion of Paul. So if you have got your Bible nearby, I would encourage you to grab your Bible and read this chapter, chapter 9, verses 1 to 19. So I'm just going to pause for a minute to allow you to read this chapter for yourselves. What a profound encounter indeed. This is an incredible passage. We can see here Paul, as he would have been still called Saul in this passage, is on his way to Damascus, is about to persecute the church, and he has just this incredible moment with Jesus where he reveals himself as being the Messiah. It might be that I'm really biased about this chapter because I've had a similar experience and encounter with Christ myself. I didn't grow up or I wasn't born in a Christian family. It was actually when I was um, during a pilgrimage in Mecca that I had a living uh, experience uh, with Jesus himself. And also firsthand I've witnessed the persecution of Christians in Middle East. So I know what it's like to go through that phase. But Paul, again, as he is referred to in the chapter, the young Saul is persecuting the church. In chapter 8, the previous chapter, we, re we read that Saul ravages the church, approving the execution of Stephen. Stephen is given this incredible preach about Christ to the Jews who are standing nearby and listening to him. And then they get so angry and start stoning him to death. And in the midst of it all, Paul's is standing there witnessing it and actually picks up the garments of those people who are persecuting Stephen. And then the next chapter starts with, and Paul approved of this persecution. And then later on in chapter 9, as we read on about the encounter that he's had with Jesus, a very brief encounter, later on it says, Paul then stands and proclaims Jesus as being the Messiah, as being the living God. What a transformation from going to that Saul who is ravaging the church to the Paul who is proclaiming Jesus in the synagogue. He has indeed been set free. What's interesting about his encounter, and these are just my personal observations, they're not really profound, you would have come to the same conclusions, is that it's, it's really brief. It's not a week long. He didn't have to go to some monastery or follow some rules or rituals or wash himself in a certain way or say a certain prayer or anything like that. He's on his way to Damascus to do what he believed was a good thing to do, persecute the church. And Jesus just meets with him 
in that moment, on that very dirty roll road, probably a trail, very briefly, was, there was no motorways back in the time, as you can imagine, so it would have been quite exhausting being on his journey. And Jesus asks him a simple question. And Paul, being very political, answers the question with another question. And Jesus just tells him who he is. He reveals himself to him. He has this incredible encounter. And then he just tells him what to do immediately. He doesn't tell him, this is your plan for the next five years of your life. I want you to become a missionary and preach the gospel, the good news, to all the nations. He just says, go to Damascus, which he was on his way to go to anyway, and then just wait and I'll tell you what to do. Very briefly. And I'm sure at this moment in time, Paul would have had a million questions about faith, about Jesus himself, he wanted what he wanted to do, all these different things he would have gone through in his head. He probably would have wanted to apologise to Jesus for persecuting the church for all these years. However, Jesus just meets with him really briefly, and that is enough for Paul to know that Jesus is the true Messiah, and he listens and he obeys. As I mentioned earlier, we oversee the youth here at our church, and I'm sure some of them might be listening today, and they would know this is one of the things I always say to them when they start their journey. I say, I know you've got a million questions. I know you probably have questions about suffering, sexuality, and all these other things that are going on in your life, but you need to have an encounter with Jesus. And all your questions will be answered eventually. But unfortunately, some of, some of our questions will never find the answer for this side of heaven. And that's the reality of it. My second observation of this passage and Paul's encounter with Jesus is that he becomes blind. Even though in the chapter it says his eyes were opened, he saw nothing. And I think this would have been really hard for Paul, a really proud man. He would have relied on himself and his power and his authority to kind of like not see anything and to rely on the people around him to show him his way and to kind of like hold on to him. And it's, I think it's a true sign of surrender for Paul to give it all up to Jesus, everything, even his sight, even where he was going. And it's only three days after he'd been sat in a dark room, probably thinking about what on earth has happened, what is going on, what am I going to do? that somebody who he didn't even know, Ananias, comes and lays his hands on him and he receives the Holy Spirit and he can see again. But what I think is really important here is that I think Jesus is trying to teach Paul and show him that he needs to have a new perspective. He renews his sight. He needs to have a new perception. The old soul is gone and we have a new Paul here. As we read on, Later on in, in, in the book of Acts, he does have two other encounters, Paul, that are quite profound. But I don't think they're quite as profound as this one, as his conversion is. And these are in Acts 22, 17 to 21, if you want to read them in your own time. And Acts chapter 23, verse 11. And again, you will see similar themes in those as well. The instructions, the encounter is really brief. The instructions are really brief. And Jesus just tells Paul what the next steps are. This is what Paul has to say later on in the book of Galatians about freedom. In Galatians 5 verse 1, we read this. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. 
So we can see Paul has experienced true freedom that comes from having that encounter with Christ. So often I find myself being my own worst critic about my mistakes, about my past. However, when we see how Jesus saw Paul, he didn't shame him. He didn't say, oh, shame on you, Paul, who've been persecuting my church. He just says to him, what are you doing? And then tells him a really simple instruction to follow. And not only we can be our own worst critiques, but we could equally, as the church especially, be really harsh on others around us and be quick to judge them. When we see somebody fall, rather than judging them, we're supposed to be the church to lift them up, to help them. When Paul was blind, he didn't know where he was going. It was the disciples, it was Barnabas that got alongside of him and helped him. An awakened church is a church that it is free from self-pity, from condemnation, from shame. It looks ahead. It has a new perspective. It is transformed. And it is the church then that can press on to the mission with boldness and inclusivity and desperate to see the kingdom with its king as Jay spoke to us really beautifully last week. During this pandemic, a lot of you would have experienced a lot of these burdens that I spoke about. You might find yourself stuck in the shame, in the past mistakes, or the anxiety, and take it from somebody who has found herself in very deep, dark places. I suffer with anxiety a lot. And I found during the pandemic, I had to daily press on to God and ask him to set me free from all the fears that can captivate me and my head and my heart. It might be that you are falling into past addictions or new addictions. It could be the shame and guilt of it. I believe today Jesus wants to set you free from all of those. You need to have this encounter with Jesus. It is only him who can set you free so that you can press ahead, so that you can have all these amazing things that God has promised you. You might ask, how, how can I have an encounter? Or how can I experience this thing that Paul had with Christ? It's really simple. As I said earlier, Paul didn't do anything specific. He didn't, do a, he didn't say a special prayer or he didn't follow a specific ritual or anything like that. He believed he was doing the right thing. He was seeking God. And seek, you will find. This is a promise that is given to us in the Bible. If you truly want to have an encounter with Christ, seek, ask him simply, Lord Jesus, I want to have an encounter with you. Be prepared to have your day interrupted and see what happens. Watch the space. God will speak with you in the most incredible and intimate ways. But ultimately, it's all about your personal relationship with Christ. I am yearning to be back with my church family. I want to be in a community. I'm an extrovert. I love to be with my friends and family. But what I've learned so far during this pandemic, that it is all about me and Jesus and that personal relationship. Just like Paul had an encounter with Jesus on his way to Damascus. It was just him and Jesus.
So my prayer for, for you today is that you may also have this experience with Christ so that he could set you free and transform you. Thank you.